This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hey, y'all. Public service announcement before this podcast gets rolling. There might be colorful language used. So if you don't want your kids to learn some new words from Aunt Jess, I suggest listening to this at a later time. Hey, y'all. It's Jess. Welcome to the Jibba Jabba podcast. someone who is in tune with what's necessary. We needed some closure to this Pete Ariana saga. And you know what? I'm so, I'm sorry I questioned that it could have been a publicity stunt that relationship. It appears they were truly in love and that the engagement was real and they have both addressed it. She released that song just before Saturday Night Live came on uh this past weekend and then he addressed it during the weekend update and I haven't seen that clip yet. But, you know, basically it's just like, hey, we're good. We're moving on. And eat shit. Leave us alone. But this song is a bop. It is so good. I cannot stop listening to it. But the saddest line is, wish I could say thank you to Malcolm because he was an angel. And if you don't know who Malcolm is, that's Mac Miller. That's her ex who died uh, like a month ago. And she broke up with Mac Miller. She was in love with him, but he couldn't kick the drug habit. And you know what? I don't blame her. You got to move on. You got to move up and you got to move on and you can't let people's, you know, whatever is holding them down. You can't let that hold you back too. You know, you can try to help them, but you can only do so much. People got to want to help themselves. All right. For starters. (sighs) But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed that full minute of it. Um, You should go listen to that song because it is just, I can't stop listening to it. And it's very true. It's just like, You know, even if you have these relationships that I look back on relationships that I've had and just like, yeah, they didn't end that great. And maybe we didn't end them that nice, you know, like her and Pete Davidson apparently did, you know, like, but I look back on them and I'm like, you know what? That person definitely wasn't for me, but I definitely grew from that. Like I learned from that. I learned the kind of person I need in my life and want. And I learned the kind of person I am and how I react to certain situations and how I can maybe react differently or, you know, you have to grow from those things, good or bad. You got to grow from it. But that's what that song is about. And I think it's amazing. But 
anyway, if you haven't listened to it 35 times like I have, um, what's your problem? I don't, I don't really get what's going on with you. But anyway, here I am this week. Last week was crazy. Was it crazy? I don't know. I just had shit going on. Whatever. Um, let me, I'm going to start with the fact that, as you know, I craft. I say this every episode now. And I use a machine called a Cricut. Now, a Cricut, a lot of you may not know what that is, but it originated from, if you remember, you remember in grade school where your teachers like cut out letters to put on bulletin boards and they used a die cut. It was literally a block with a metal um, silhouette of a letter or shape and you put the paper on top and then you insert it into a press and you pull the press down and the die cuts the paper and you pull it out. And can you imagine these bitches had to do this shit? Individual letters, all right? So anyway, the cricket has come a long way. It is now a machine that does it for you. You just you design it what you want and then it just cuts it on just about any material. But anyway, I have a cricket and I want to upgrade to the next one because the next one like cuts fabric, it cuts leather, leather, it cuts balsa wood. Like it's just it does everything that you need you know, without having to have 10 different machines. The only thing it doesn't do is sew. You know what I mean? So anyway, I, I got my first Cricut through the app. Let's go. Now the person selling it said it is brand new cash only was selling it like more than 50% off what it retails for. Okay. And I had a dilemma, a little moral dilemma. I'm like, is this my, I mean, is this, this could be stolen. It could not be stolen. I can't really question that. I can't really judge someone on that. But it's just like, it felt stolen, okay? <laughs> and because she was offering it for so cheap. And I was like, is this my dilemma that someone else stole this and I'm buying a stolen product? And I'm like, no, it's not. Because I'm, I'm doing my part. She may need the money more than me you know, to do whatever she's got to do with it, pay a bill, feed her kids, whatever. So anyway, I buy it, get it at a deep discount. So this weekend I'm like, I want to get the Cricut Maker. And it's been on my brain for like a couple weeks now. And, um, oh, 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 let me tell you why. Because Good Morning America, they have these deals every morning and they like go through all these hot items and they're deeply discounted. And one of them last Monday was the Cricut Maker. And it originally retails for $400. Good Morning America had it linked to their website and was it was on sale for $200. So, of course, my ass tries to get one because I'm like, that is a steal. You're never going to find it that cheap, right? So I try and I try all morning. I try and try and can't get it. So then it's just on my brain that I need it. And I don't need it, but there's a lot of things I could do with it um, for my business and for my side hustle. I, I don't want to say business cause it's just not there yet, but side hustle. And, and I'm like, if I can get a good deal on it, you know, I think it'd be worth it. And then I could just sell my other one. So I get on let go. I get on, um, which is an app just kind of, it's kind of like, um, modern version of Craigslist. You know, it's like people advertising what they're selling. You can make offers, you can work out the deal all on there and then arrange, you know, a time and place to exchange money and the item. There's also an app called offer up that is similar. And then it, those are both similar to uh, Facebook marketplace, which most people would probably be familiar with. 
So anyway, on OfferUp, you know, I ask everybody, I'm like, is this item available? And then if it's available still, I say, are you willing to negotiate the price? Because let's, let's call it what it is. This is a modern day garage sale. All right. It's just happening all through an app. I, I don't have to go somewhere in person and haggle. You know what I mean? It's like our modern day flea market even. And the guy goes, yeah. He's like, what's your offer? He's like, you know, this sells for 400 in the store, right? And this is where I just pop off. I've been listening to thank you next for like two hours straight that morning. You know, he just, he just got me on a bad like swing. Like I didn't even, ha- I wasn't even having a bad day, but I was having a bad bitch moment. So I was like, you know that this is a resale site and that your product has your, your good has uh, depreciated since it is not being sold by a retailer. Technically it's used. So, you know, this is, and I was like, yeah, I know that's how much it costs in the store, which is why I'm on this damn app. Why else, if I knew it cost 400 and I was okay with that, wouldn't I just go buy it in the store instead of bothering you? I mean, it was just like, he wasn't even really like totally full on mansplaining, but I just, he just caught me in this like, ain't gonna take no shit moment, all right? Which is kind of just where I'm at in life in general. And, and, uh, I just call it like see it. So anyway, I just like popped off on him. I was like, no, thank you. Uh, good luck selling that with that kind of attitude kind of thing. You know what I mean? But anyway, and I'm like, I'm not the one selling it. I'm not the one who needs the three, $200 you're selling it for. You're selling it for 300. I wanted it for 250. I would have gone that low. I wouldn't have lowballed him too much below his offer. I feel like 250 was fair for a $300 priced used item. Technically he said it was brand new, but it was like, I was also going to have to pay shipping. I think. Cause he was in Tennessee. Oh, oh, oh. And the offer up app allows you to, uh, allows people selling to ship through the app. So all the payment is handled through the app. And if you, they, they ship the item. And then once you receive it within three days, you have to make a report. If something is wrong with the item, if it's broken, not what it was missing, something doesn't show up. You have to report it to offer up. And that payment does not go through to that person. So that's why I was like really pushing to buy through that app because I was like, well, my money's safe here. You know what I mean? Like I'll get it back. But now I'm back on like, I'm just going to buy it online and I'm going to, I'm going to do my research. Um, but I actually get a discount through Cricut cause I have their yearly membership for their design space uh, program. And it was actually like coming at better, a better deal through the cricket through cricket.com because it came with all these other materials and stuff than it was on Amazon. And I was actually going to buy it through Amazon this weekend, but good thing I didn't. Good thing I did. Good thing I waited. I took a breath and I waited. But anyway, so there was that. Now, okay, tomorrow's the last day to vote, guys. And this is the last you're going to fucking hear me say, go vote. All right. And I'm willing to bet 95% of the people that listen to this of the five people that listen to it, um, have already gone to vote. But my question is, why are people waiting to the last minute to fucking put their absentee ballots in the mail? Like, I know they have like up to a couple of days after the election, I think. I think it's like three days. But it's just like, what, what, why did you wait so long? Why did you wait so long? Because you could request absentee ballots before 
early election, early voting started. I just don't get why people are just not putting these things in the mail. Like, y'all just, like, plant, y'all trying to, y'all trying, people. I Do not brag about putting your absentee ballot in the mail today or tomorrow. That's not bragging. Yeah, I mean, you should have done that weeks ago. This is a serious election. This is the biggest midterm election since who knows when. And y'all just playing with fire. Y'all better hope it gets there. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, if you're voting tomorrow, if you're listening to this and you're voting tomorrow, one, do your research tonight. Two, get there as early as you can. Three, make a plan, all right? Cat Metro's got free rides if you're going to vote. Lyft and Uber have discounted or free rides if you're going to vote. Take a take some water. You might need to take a chair. Take some snacks. You know, take a book. Like, just be prepared to wait. Because if the lines are anything like, you know, I think there's just a bunch of traditionalists out there that are like, eh, I'll leave it on election day. And I'm like, well, good for fucking you. You know what I mean? But, you know, you sh- now you're going to be kicking yourself because you decided to do that. So anyway, if you're going tomorrow, make a plan and then make a backup plan. Know where your polling location is. Do not stand in that fucking line for two hours only to be told, oops, sorry, this is not where you're supposed to be. All right. And if you get in line by, I think, 7 p.m., they have to let you vote. So if you get in line by 6.59, they need to let you stay in line and vote. Okay. So don't let them tell you otherwise. If you're having some issues, you need to look up those phone numbers for, um, who is it? Is it Secretary of State? Because they run all the elections. Um, uh, If you have any issues, keep that number on hand. I'm sure it's different in every state, the number, but keep it on hand. So if you have some issues, you can call on the spot. Because they have people waiting to deal with issues all day like that. Okay. Um, Also, there is a pizza delivery thing going down uh that my facebook friend posted but basically people have been donating money towards this fund and these people set up this website and you can tell them how many pizzas you want delivered and they try to use local pizza places and they'll deliver it for free it's already paid for pizza and they tell the pizza people give it to anybody standing in line so if you're there and you know that you ordered it just like start handing it out so they, they have pizza. I might go. I might go take a ca- case of water because uh, let me tell you how Austinites probably have a lot of surplus bottled water water happening right now in their homes uh, because of the boil ban. So anyway, I might. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I feel like I need to do something to help tomorrow, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, all I know is that I've I've voted and I can rest easy tomorrow until game time. So, I don't, is anybody going to a watch party? Is anybody having a watch party I could crash? I mean, I don't know. I know there's a big one downtown. I might go to that. Um, they, I think they're also having a grito at the Capitol for Beto. I don't know if he's going to be there. If any of y'all are wondering what a grito is, if you've listened to Mexican music and you hear the guy in the back, the mariachi or whatever, and he goes, Hi! That's a grito, okay? So... My people are crazy, and we do it all the time. Um, but they're going to have that at the Capitol because I think that's what I heard. Um, I mean, I'm just not really big into, like, getting involved with all these crowds just to go see uh, a senator. I mean, 
if he tries to run for president, then I'm gonna show up. It's like when I went to go see Obama before before he first got elected. My friend Katie and I, we went down to um, they like to call what do they like to call it now? Um, they like to call it Audi Shores. That's not what it's fucking called. All right, if I catch someone saying Audi Shores, Sola. SoCo, no, we don't use abbreviations here, right? Auditorium Shores, which is across from the Long Center, uh, he was there. And we went to this rally for him, and it was awesome. And then he became president. And I was like, I saw him in the flesh. I got my Obama, Obama time without paying uh, $1,200 a plate. You know what I mean? So anyway... Uh, that's supposed to be happening, but like I said, have a plan for tomorrow if you're going to vote. Do not be one of these ignorant assholes questioning, you know, where do I vote on Facebook? Because I bet you a lot of people are going to want to slap you. Have y'all, Did y'all see that SNL skit about, like, uh, all the Democrats and they're like, yeah, we're going to turn this country blue. And then they're just like, had this like nervous shake because they're just like, <laughs> they're like, hopefully, like, God willing, things go the way we need them to go. Uh, if everybody pulls through and it's just so funny and Pete Davidson's in the skit and he's like yeah I'm totally ready to go vote on Thursday and he's, his mom was like it's on Tuesday he's like yeah I know I'm just kidding mom and then his mom just like slaps him across the face and she's like it's not a joke <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever like I didn't even watch the entire skit but I watched that part and I was cracking up um, anyway but yeah have a fucking plan man like I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. And this will be the last time you hear about me saying go to vote. I've bugged the shit out of people, but you know what? It needed to be done because I caught, I answered a lot of questions for people and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the source or I'm the professional in voting. I'm just saying I, I did my homework and I'm willing to spread the knowledge. So there, but anyway, so this weekend, I, me, my mom, and my aunt, we made tamales. And we primarily eat our tamales in December. We, you know, uh, mainly for, on Christmas Eve, that's our big time to eat them. And then we, eat, my mom and I eat them Christmas morning for breakfast. Because they are a um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner meal. If they're made right. So, anyway, we make them early because it's just like... If you wait until mid-November, it's like, okay, now we're getting ready for Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving's over, and it's like, boom, 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 it's Christmas. You know, like, three three days after Thanksgiving, it's like Christmas already. You know what I mean? I, why does it like that? I guess because all the, all the commitments, you have Christmas parties, you have gifts you need to go get, you have this and that you need to do, travel arrangements, all this stuff. So we make them really early now. And my mom even bought a freezer just because of, of our tamale making. Now, we do keep other stuff in it, but this the tamales were the main drive for her getting this separate freezer, which I'm shocked because she's always like, you don't really, she's like always like, she likes to deter my excess with things when I'm just trying to be like over the top and stuff, but she got one and, and you know, let me tell you, it has come in handy, but anyway, we busted our asses and I was so sore, like we did them all day Friday and then I was so sore Saturday, like I just my body, my entire body hurt. I just I couldn't believe it. And l- and let me tell you, all I could think was, now 
my mommy, uh, my great aunt, her name was, they called her Mommy Luce. And like, I didn't really know Mommy Luce because she passed away when I was still really small. But my Mommy Luce, she used to um, make the malas for a living. Now, she had a machine that did it. And this was like in the 80s. So that machine is rumored to be somewhere in the family and it's a sore subject. So I won't go into detail. But anyway, she had a machine that did it, but still, it's a lot of work. Like, it's just like, some people are like, oh, you just get the masa and you put the meat in and then, and then you, you steam them, right? And it's like, no, you got to, I mean, like for us, so the big controversy this year was uh, where we, we were going to get our masa from. Now, the masa is the corn outside that goes around the meat, okay? It's spread onto the husk. And so we get it from this place called El Milagro. Now, El Milagro is downtown. They primarily are known for their chips and, and tortillas, right? So my mom called a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, oh, just going to make sure y'all are going to have the masa preparada. And they're like, no. The city pulled our permit. We're waiting for a part to fix our machine. And then we have to get our permit updated again. And so right now we don't have it. My mom starts wigging out because she's like, shit. So like we just came upon their masa by accident. Theirs is like ready to go. The only thing you have to add to it is a little bit of salt. Um, what an entre chili paste that we make to color it. And then lard. Or we use we use the the rendered off fat and stuff from the pork, um, and that just that makes it good. All right, don't hate, but that's what they are. They're a lot of lard. So um, unless I check, lard was like coming back and it was good for you. So whatever. Anyway, so they don't have it. And she's like, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what we're gonna do. So we find it. Fiesta has some that they make, but it's not. It's just, it's just the masa. It's not masa preparada, all right? Their masa needs, like, we had to add, like, baking powder and salt. Okay, fine. Then coloring and fat. And it wasn't, I, I, it was a lot more work because it's, like, still pretty grainy. And so you have to break it down and then rebuild it back up to where it's, like, ready to use. Whereas, like, the one from El Milagro, you just dump it out of the tub and it's ready to go. So... <laughs> It's just, and just all that, like, you know, like, like mixing and like you, you could do so much mixing by machine, you know, with our like food processors and stuff and mixers, but you have to do a lot of it with hand just because of the quantity we're making. Okay. So it's just like, your body is just like, ugh. so I had to do, I mean, I had to do all the meat. Now the meat is we use a uh, pork roast. Okay. A, a traditionally people use when they make pork uh tamales they use a pig's head because the meat is way better but one it's a lot of fucking work to take meat off a pig head okay i've never done it but i know it is because my aunts have done it all right two i remember one time as a kid my aunt across the street (laughs) across the street we're we're at their neighbor's house across the street one year and I was walking through the kitchen by myself, and they had a big-ass pig head in their sink. And no one warned me, and I, that thing scared the shit out of me. I can, I will always remember this big-ass pig's head just sitting in there, chilling, waiting to get 
consumed or cooked or whatever they're going to do. Probably make they're going to probably make tamales with it. But I will never forget that as a kid. But anyway, it's a lot of work, and the pig head it has a good amount of meat. It just doesn't have the amount of meat that we need. So we're no, we're using pork roast. You know, you just cook them down, put them in a crock pot. You cook it all the way down. You keep all the liquid. You keep all the fat. Then you take that meat, you put put it in a food processor, and you add color to that, which is the ancho chile, chili paste, and then you add, you know, your salt, your fat, and your cumin and your garlic to it, okay? So, uh, to put it in perspective a little bit, we did uh, 50 pounds of meat and, like, 50 pounds of masa we had to do with that. And, you know, we're not a commercial kitchen, so we don't have commercial kitchen-sized um, machines to do this. So we're doing it, you know, five, seven pounds at a time, which is crazy. So anyway, we get everything prepped and ready to go. We're already, my mom's already, like, running out of steam because she had to get the house ready to do it. Because it's just like, one, it's my mom. If anybody's coming over, she's cleaning the entire house. Then two, it's just like you want your you want your kitchen to be just immaculate because, you know, you're making a bunch of tamales that pe- a lot of people are going to eat later. And so she did all that. She prepped all that. God bless her. And uh, so she was already wiped. Anyway, we get rolling. <sighs> we don't finish on Friday. And we're just kind of like, fuck. So, because we make two flavors. We make a pork and we make a bean and jalapeno. So then we're like, well, let's just do, let's do the bean. We'll finish the meat and do the bean and jalapeno on Sunday. So we did that yesterday and we got it all done and we ran the numbers because in previous years, we've just kind of been loosey goosey with like, oh, we probably got this much out of this much, this many pounds of meat. Da, 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 da. This year we were, we were on our shit. We kept tallies of everything. And the final number, we made 71 dozen tamales. And then like two, uh, we, we made 72.75. That was a technical number. 72.75 tamales and a dozen tamales. That comes down to 873. That comes down to 87.3 per hour. Okay. And there was only three of us working on that shit full time. Now we had, we did have some help. My aunt came, my other aunt came for a couple hours the first day. And then um, we had, you know, a little bit of help, but it wasn't a lot of help. But we finally, I think we're we're really proud of the work we did this year. And I think we finally have mastered the recipe. And my aunt said that these taste just like my mommy Lucy's. So that is a great accomplishment because she was at the Mala Queen. So uh, she made them. And she sold them downtown back in the day. And she was a hustler. I mean, she was a bad bitch. So uh, I think the spirit of Mommy Luce was with us. Thank you. God rest her soul. And um, I'm just glad that Thamalada, which I told you all about last week. Did I tell you about that last week? A Thamalada is when a group of people get together to make tamales. Um, and our group is small. Um, the Thamalada 2018 is over. Uh, and I'm happy about that. My mom's happy about it. I think my aunt's happy about it. And so now we can just relax until Thanksgiving, you know? And no, we don't eat them at Thanksgiving. And I know you're like, why did y'all have to make so many? Well, here's the deal. So we make them, and we, my mom and my aunt split them. 
okay? And then my aunt primarily uses hers. You know, we do all kinds of things. My mom sells a couple dozen. Um, we gift a couple dozen. Um, and then we eat their summer for us. And then my aunt primarily uses her stash for Christmas Eve. She does a big Christmas Eve every year at her house. And like what we've done for, since I can remember. Um, and then she does the same, gives a few out, whatever. Um, and they make great gifts because they're so delicious. But anyway, we're just so thankful that we did a great job and we're proud. So it's a lot of work. I'm sure everybody has something in their family that they do a lot of. You know, for Asians, it's probably like making a fuck ton of dumplings, which is very similar. You know, that's a lot of work, too. Um, So anyway, uh, that's over for us. (laughs) But, you know, a lot of people are like, "Ooh, can you bring some? Ooh, can you sell me some? And it's just like, yes and no. Like, uh, I, I, I really don't like put it out there that we give them away or that we sell them because we don't because we don't make that kind of quantity and we want to save some for us. Um, and I just don't want it to catch on because we don't have that kind of manpower. Like we would need at least three more people, you know, to make enough to like sell a good amount every year. And it's just not what we do. So we gift a few, but we don't even, I don't even gift them like crazy either. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) my mom was like, who are you giving them to this year? And I was like, I have, I have one couple on the list and it's the couple that provided us with, my mom and I purchased a, a fourth of a pig earlier this year, and it was a, a humanely raised pig, and uh, they gave us all the lard from him, and or her, whoever, I don't know if it was he or she, and um, we used that lard on the tamales. So that couple that hooked me up with that fourth of the pig will get, you know, some tamales out of it. But anyway, um, yeah. So that's primarily what I did this weekend. Like I didn't really do a whole lot, which was kind of nice because this coming weekend I have a crazy weekend. And also this week I start like my marathon dog sitting through the rest of November. So it was nice to have very little and just spend time with my family and, and you know, good times. But anyway, man, this is going to be a, this might be a long podcast, guys. I have a lot to talk about. Like I've just, I even made like even a more thorough list of topics. Um, what has been going on with all the bus accidents that with people hitting the kid, they're, they're darting past the bus and hitting the kids. Guys, these buses have more lights on them than uh, a pride parade has you know rainbows i mean it's just like how do you miss that you know what i mean they have a stop sign that comes out from the bus they have lights on in the back they have lights on the side they have lights on the stop sign they have lights in the front it's just like and all these people are like i didn't see the bus bitch my ass you didn't see that bus but these poor kids these poor poor kids It's just like, I mean, I think they reported like six over the past, like last week of people dying. People be careful. You know what I mean? Like, I understand emergency. One of the girls was like, my dad was having emergency surgery. Well, guess what? He's going into that operating table, whether you get there or not. You know what I mean? Just say your prayers. And if you can't see him before, like, (laughs) drive safely. 
get their speed, get there quick, but drive safely. You know what I mean? You know, in, in hopes that she would see her dad before he went under the knife, she killed three people. And it's just like, damn, was it worth it? But anyway, be careful because it's just, it's just so easy to miss those. And these poor kids, they're just trying to get that education and y'all driving like bad shit, crazy people out there and look it up. You can Google when and when not to pass a bus. They have a, a very clear graphic that shows you. So, um, do that. That's so sad. But what I've been watching, so I told y'all last week uh, that I was uh, I was watching Making a Murderer. Bobby Dassey definitely did it. His stepdad definitely covered up, which is very strange to me. So here, this is what's strange to me. And I'm not saying step-parents can't play a vital role, you know, and have solid relationships with their stepchildren. Okay, I'm not saying that because I've seen it. I am not living proof, but I have seen it happen. Um, and and you know the the Dassey brothers, Brendan and Bobby, and the rest of them, their dad is still active in their lives. Like Brendan Dassey's dad still visits him in prison and has calls from him. So it's not like uh, Scott Taddeck or whatever the hell his last name is is fulfilling a role for him, but he's played a very active role. He's always like, you know, he's very emotional about it. The whole situation of Brendan being in prison. He goes to visit Brendan. He's always about Brendan's phone calls. And I'm just like, this is fucking guilt is what it is. You are guilty because you know your ass should be in prison. And, you know, Bobby should be in prison. And y'all let Brendan, he, Brendan was an easy, easy person to blame that on. So... Um, that's what I think. I think, I think, uh, I think Bobby, the older brother and the stepdad did it. (sighs) If you want to talk about it, let me know. But that's what I think. Like, I I just, I can't come to any other conclusions. I also think that the boyfriend was bribed into helping the police or blackmailed. I think the police told him you're going to be a primary suspect because you have no leads on this. And there was probably something tying the boyfriend to Teresa Halbach that they could have just turned flipped the script on the boyfriend and gotten him arrested and put in jail for the murder. And I think they just scared the shit out of him into helping them. I.e. moving the vehicle for one. Um but anyway, that's what I think. Uh and and the and I love that attorney. So I want to say it again. I love her. Uh, but I'm also really watching, I'm watching, uh, catching up on Riverdale. I'm on season two and it's very weird because it's like a lot of these people are like very attractive on the show and I'm like, Ugh, but they're supposed to be teenagers. I can't be thinking that. But then it's like in real life, they're not, but I will, I do have a controversial opinion. Cole Sprouse is the worst actor on the show. He plays Jughead. He's not great. Like he's just so like, it, it, he's just like trying too hard. Like this is like the way he acts is like high school theater maybe even worse. I'd say junior high theater. It's just bad acting all around. And I'm not here for it. I, I just can't, I can't stand when he's involved. It's just fake news all around. But anyway, that's what I think. Okay. Um, anyway. Oh, does anybody need, live near an Aldi? Cause I need someone to 
go and purchase me the wine advent calendar. Okay. I need to up my, my wine, um, knowledge and tastes before I go to Napa. And I feel like this is the perfect way to do it. It's 24 days of wine. It's like these mini bottles. I think it's like equivalent to like one glass maybe. And it's a $70 advent calendar and you get wine for 24 days. I mean, that's a steal. I think someone said it comes out to like four to six bottles or something. Someone did the math. I don't know, but I don't live near an Aldi, but there is one in like, like 40 minutes from where I live. And I'm just like, do I want to make the trek after work this week? Cause it comes out on November 7th. So if you live near an Aldi and can, um, if you find yourself on your way to one to get your wine advent calendar, let me know. And then I will, I will Venmo you promptly. Cause I want one so bad. And I just, every year I try to look for the perfect advent calendar and I just can never find it. Cause I like the, I like the idea of an advent calendar. I think it's just, that's my like love for Christmas is like getting to count down, getting a little treat every day. Oh, they also have a cheese advent calendar there at Aldi. So I could get both. And I get, yeah, sounds like a great idea is what it sounds like to me. So if anybody has a hookup on that, let me know. But speaking of advent calendar, Netflix released a Netflix original movie. I believe it's Netflix original called Advent Calendar. And it's basically about this girl who's gifted an advent calendar. It's basically a magic calendar. I'm not going to ruin it because I know everybody loves Christmas movies. But you should watch it. It's cute. It's not great. But it's cute. But it also wasn't predictable. Like, we were watching uh, the Hallmark Hallmark Channel for the all their Christmas movies. You know, they have, like, 87 that they play. Um, and, and they were so predictable. Like, we were just, like, me and my mom and aunt, were, we were done making tamales. And we were just, like, and then this is going to happen. And then it would happen. It's just like, Hallmark, come on. Throw us a, throw us a curve. Keep us on our toes. You know what I mean? So, anyway advent calendar it's cute it's cute um oh oh oh! before i talk more about holidays uh southwest airlines pro tip if you book a flight and later it goes on sale or reduces in price you can change quote unquote change your flight to the same flight and get credited for the amount that your that it's dropped so like i had a flight out to san francisco and it dropped by $54. So they've now given me a Southwest credit for $54. They're not going to refund you on your credit card, which I think is bullshit, to be honest. But they are going to give you a credit, which is very generous of them. And I love Southwest until uh, I die. People people on the East Coast always make fun of Southwest. They're like, oh, what is that? Because, uh, you know, because they have JetBlue. And I'm not going to lie. JetBlue is badass. But you know what? I would fly Southwest over anybody else except for maybe JetBlue. Like, if I could fly JetBlue all the time, I would. But JetBlue is expensive, and JetBlue doesn't fly everywhere I need it to go. So, anyway, I love Southwest. Ride or die. But anyway, back to the holidays. And 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 I apologize to myself for talking about Christmas, because um, while I do love Christmas, and it really has grown on me over the past, like, ten years. I mean, there's a time when I didn't really like it, and I really do blame that on the fact that, like, it was... You know, I was having to go, like, my I'm a child of divorced parents. Wah, wah. Like, it's not a, a, a bad thing or anything. You know, it is what it is. And so, but it's not traumatic. But, you know, the whole, like, going back and forth and, like, splitting your holidays just really made me, like, hate the holidays. 
because it's just like I hate I hated having to split my time. But now that I'm older, me and my dad have a relationship, and and it's 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 good. It's better than it's been in a very long time. But you know, we're not big on like sharing the holidays together, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm not heartbroken about it. I don't think he is. Um, but I mean, he hasn't expressed it, and there's nothing he's done to convey elsewise. So it's good. It's all good. You know what I mean? Like it's no hard feelings, but you know, now I get to spend them where I want to spend them. And so it's progressively like grown on me, the holidays. And so now I just, I just love the holidays, but my all time favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. And that is my mom's favorite holiday as well. And it's just, that's like her Super Bowl. She hosts for the family. Whoever wants to come can come. We take in stragglers. There's always an extra seat at our table. Okay. And there's always plenty of food. I'm going to put it that way. And, um, she, it's her Super Bowl, man. She just loves Thanksgiving. We make all the basic stuff. Like we make the turkey, we make the mashed potatoes, we make the dressing. We say dressing in our house. Okay. It's not stuffing. It's dressing. We don't even put it in the turkey. That's why we don't call it stuffing. So, um, anyway, So anyway, yeah, um, we do all the, we do the gravy, we do all the good stuff, and then everybody just brings their side dishes, and it's like the Super Bowl of food, you know what I mean? Like, you need to show up and show out. Like, don't bring your basic bitch shit. You need to wow me. You need to Alton John, Alton John, Alton Brown. (laughs) I was thinking of Elton John and Alton Brown, Alton John. You need to be the Alton Brown of this kitchen when you when you step in you need to sachet with your casserole dish and wow a bitch okay and so here's some things i have to have at thanksgiving well i have to have green bean casserole i have to have um candied yams and last year i was jonesing for broccoli cheese rice casserole which is just typical American. That is as American as it gets. It's rice, it's broccoli, it's Velveeta. And it's just delicious. And it's all my favorite things. Cheese and rice. I mean, how can, and it's got a vegetable in it. Like, how can you go wrong? I think it might even have like cream of mushroom in it to make it a little creamier. And then you bake it for a little bit. But that's like my favorite thing. And I just put it out there this year. I was like, I would love if someone made broccoli cheese rice casserole. That would make my day. But this year I'm going to, I'm going to make my mom do a sign up list and make people say what they're bringing. So we don't have duplicates. And so that whatever's not being brought, um, I could, I can, I can make sure I make it because like last year I had a shit fit because, um, we did not have ham at all last year. We didn't have it at Easter. I mean, you're supposed to have ham at Easter. We didn't have it at Easter. I don't even know what we had. I think we had brisket and turkey. And then Thanksgiving, obviously we have turkey, but then usually next day, someone will have like the tech, the, one of my family members will do the Texas game and have a ham. Well, we didn't do that that last year. And then Christmas came around and we didn't have ham again. We had brisket and tamales, which is fine. It was delicious. But I was just like, I really wish someone just would have made a ham, would have made my day. So anyway, I've put that vibe out there. Oh, and we are getting a ham this year. So it just might be the best Thanksgiving ever. We're going to have a great crowd. But, um, and I'm excited. But yes, it's dressing. It's not stuffing. And we make the best. Make it from scratch. There's no box shit going on. 
And it's just the best. And if you need a fab recipe, hit me up. I'll get it to you. Um, but if you have a recipe, like a must-have, let me know. What What is your um, go-to Thanksgiving? Like, what do you have to have? Like, what is your specialty? And send it to me because I want to know. I, I might need to make it. You know? I might need to introduce something new to the fam. Uh, but anyway... Holidays are coming, and let me tell you, guys, and 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 I'm guilty of this too. But yeah, we got to start talking talking amongst our families. Some of y'all might already do that. Some of y'all might have really open conversations in your families about everything. But uh, I come from two families who um, are couldn't be more different, but also don't talk about anything. So I'm trying to change the script on that. You know, have open conversations about things. Um, and this is the year to do it. I mean, we got, we got that fucking, uh, presidential election behind us, you know, and, um, and, and things are so controversial, but you know, we don't need to talk about that. We have other, th- we have other things we need to talk about that are not politics related. Okay. Um, but that's my, that's my sage advice is like, if there's something you need to talk about with your fam, you know, you don't need to do it at the dinner table and just cause a big hurrah, but you're going to be with your family. And so you, if you need to talk to someone about something, just pull them aside and just have a conversation. You know what I mean? And, and come from a very, come from, come from the heart and be very clear about how you feel. And if someone's hurt you or is hurting you, you need to say, you know, um, this is how I feel when you do this. That's a great way. But, you know, avoid a lot of, avoid you statements, you know, don't attack, be gentle, be loving, come from the heart. And that's what I suggest. And I know that's not easy for everybody. And you know what? I say I say that we should all do that. And I don't even know how much of that I'm going to get done. Although I did, I did start today um, with a family member. And so we'll see. I'm just opening that door for them. So uh, we'll see. I hope it works. And um, but yeah, it's the holidays. I just feel like uh, if you're here and you're breathing and you have a lot to you have a lot to be grateful for. And um, look at the positive side of things. That's the other thing is like, I've noticed, you know, just, I I was with my family a lot this weekend, a lot of my family, a lot of the time. So, <laughs> but you know, the other thing, and I've, and I talked a lot on this weekend. We just, we all just love each other on my, on my mom's side, my, my dad's side, we love each other, but that's just a d- completely different, like just vibe with them. Okay. But my mom's family, we're just like all in each other's business, which you know what? We're family and that's how it should be. Okay. Cause I'm worried. If I'm worried about you, I'm worried about you and I'm going to be in your shit. Um, what was I going to say? I for, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Oh, just, just to be thankful about the things you have and and then the, the good that has come into your life this year and the bad, how you can grow from it and, um, how you can avoid that shit, <laughs> but how, and how you can learn from it. So, you know, you can't dwell on that stuff. It's 2018 is almost over. What a whirlwind year. It's like January lasted like six months and now it's November. So, um, I've had a pretty great year, but it's not the end yet. There's more to come, but it's going to be busy. It's going to be busy because I'm dog sitting like a crazy woman on, in November and December. So that'll keep me busy. And my craft business is going to keep me busy, my job, and hopefully some good things to come. But anyway, that is all for today. And I hope you enjoyed it. Um, but I am going to outro y'all with something, the rest of this. 